This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. all probably been in that position. You ever been in a group of people? They all speak English, but they're choosing to speak a different language, which they speak, but you don't. You know what I'm saying? And after a minute, usually if they're polite, if they realize what they're doing, oh, I'm sorry. We were just saying, you follow me? Well, that's what he's talking about. He's like, you know, it's just, it's just rude to speak in a language that the people around you don't understand. What benefit is it to them? It's You know, it's unnecessary. As Pastor Robert continues to teach on the spiritual gifts that have been given to the church, he'll be specifically teaching us how to properly operate in the gift of tongues. One of the ways the church is conducted in an orderly fashion is that those who speak in tongues should only do so if there's an interpretation. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with part five of today's message. The interpretation would have been something from that man to God. The only reason that needs to be interpreted is so that everybody understands what he said. How do I know that? Well, Because Paul clarifies it. Let's read the rest of this together. He says, He who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the Spirit, he speaks mysteries, meaning that it's it's an unknown tongue. It's, It's not something that men understand. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. So he's painting a contrast, and he's going to develop it between tongues and prophecy. Tongues. It builds up one individual. It's that individual speaking in this unknown language that bypasses his understanding or her understanding, but he or she is speaking to God. However, prophecy is when God uses an instrument, uses a human instrument to speak to the rest of the men and women. Verse 4, he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. I wish you all spoke with tongues, but even more that you prophesy. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. But now, brethren, if I come to you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you unless I speak to you either by revelation, by knowledge, by prophesying, or by teaching? Now, sometimes, see, that's twisted to, to mean it, you know, that tongues doesn't edify the church unless the tongues are teaching, prophesying. No, 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 that's not what he's saying. What Paul is saying is if all I do is get up here in front of you and speak in tongues, what's that doing for you? Unless I add to that a teaching, some sort of prophetic revelation to you. If all I do is get up here in front of you and speak in tongues, I've, you know, done nothing but glorify myself. Make you, oh, how spiritual. Look at pastor speaking in tongues. He says, no, it's, it's, it's done nothing. 
And then he goes on, he says, you know, even with a musical instrument, you know, if, all, if, you know, if Rick gets up here and just strums one chord on the guitar, we're going to ask him to please put the guitar down after a few minutes, right? I mean, it, it's going to play something, Rick. He says, if the trumpet, which was used as a communication device in those days, if it plays an uncertain sound, who will prepare for battle? They're not going to know what to do. It's, it's likewise, unless you utter, verse 9, unless you utter by the tongue words easy to understand, how will it be known what's spoken? You'll be speaking into the air. It's worthless, in other words, to everybody around you. There are, it may be, so many different kinds of languages in the world. None of them is without significance. Therefore, if I don't know the meaning of the language, I shall be a foreigner to him who speaks. And he who speaks will be a foreigner to me. Now, think about what he's saying there. You know, and I, We've all probably been in that position. Have you ever been in a group of people? They all speak English, but they're choosing to speak a different language, which they speak, but you don't. You know what I'm saying? And after a minute, usually, if they're polite, if they realize what they're doing, oh, I'm sorry. We were just saying, you follow me? Well, that's what he's talking about. He's like, you know, it's just, it's just rude to speak in a language that the people around you don't understand. What benefit is it to them? It's, you know, it's unnecessary. And he goes on. He keeps talking about it. In verse 12, he says, Even so you, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. Therefore, let him who speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the spirit, and I'll also pray with the understanding. I'll sing with the Spirit. I'll also sing with the understanding. Otherwise, if you bless with the Spirit, how will he who occupies the place of the uninformed say amen at your giving of thanks, since he doesn't understand what you say? In other words, what he's talking about there, I think, is in the context of a meal. What if we all gather together, we're all going to go have lunch together, and I stand up to say the blessing, and I do it in tongues? How dumb is that, Paul says? No, you may be giving thanks for the food, you know, but nobody knows except you and God. You know, it's, come on. And and he's just, he's continuing to develop the idea that while tongues is a good gift, it's not the best one. While tongues is a good gift that, that, yes, ask him, desire tongues. It's, It's a good thing. It's a beneficial thing. You know, I mean... I love being able to go to God and and just pray in the Spirit. You know, there are times when I don't know how to pray for you. You know, maybe God really puts you on my heart as an individual, you know, but I'm like, Lord, I I don't know what's going on. Lord, I don't know how to pray for them. And, And, you know, after a minute, you know, bless their finances, protect them. Lord, if there's something going on at work, I kind of run out, you know. But by praying in tongues, praying in the Spirit, you know, and just there are times when, when I am just, if you go through a really hard time, you, you run out of words after a little while, don't you? And it's just, you know, how many times can you say, oh, God, you got to help me? And praying in the Spirit, praying in tongues. There are times when, when I, you know, I have been so overjoyed, so excited that I, I didn't know how to express it. Tongues is a beautiful gift. It's a wonderful gift, but it's not the best one. The better gifts are those who bless others. He says, and he continues, he, he, he says in verse 18, he says, I thank my God, I speak with tongues more than you all. Yet in the church, I'd rather speak five words with my understanding that I may teach others also than 10,000 words in a tongue. 
And he goes on, I'm going to abbreviate it, but in verses 26 to 33, he actually goes so far as to give instructions. He says, you know, you come together and maybe this one has a song and this one has some sort of exhortation or teaching and this one has a tongue and, you know, listen, it's fine, but do it in order, one at a time. Don't all try to talk at once. If one of you is speaking and somebody else stands up and wants to say something, well, then you sit down and give way to your brother, you know, prefer the person, you know, it's it's fine for everybody to share something, but do it in order. If somebody wants to speak in tongues publicly, okay, for a couple of people to do that, at the most three, he says. And there has to be an interpretation. There's no exception. If somebody you know, speaks out publicly in an unknown tongue, Paul says it needs to be interpreted, period. Why? Well, because you may be giving thanks well enough, but how are we going to know? How are we going to be able to join with you in that? It, it's, it, needs to be, it needs to be handled that way. He says if somebody feels like they have a, a prophecy to share, okay, fine. The rest of you judge what's said, though. Don't just take it, you know. Somebody says to you, thus saith the Lord, do this, you know. Well, don't just go do it because they say God said to. No, you need to weigh it in Scripture. You need to hold it before the Lord yourself, as we've talked about before. You know, God can put your mail in your mailbox. He doesn't have to deliver it by somebody else's mouth. You know, he can speak directly to you. Maybe he will. Maybe there will be a time when he will give you a word of prophecy through another person. I've had it happen. But I don't, you know, you don't just take it and run with it believing because they say it's from God that it is, because it may not be. There are a lot of wackos out there who claim to speak for God and don't. There are a lot of wackos out there claiming to be God these days, and they're not. We need to weigh that. We need to be discerning. We need to take it before the Lord. But here's what I want you to take home with you today. He wants to pour His Spirit out upon you. Over and over and over again. He wants to well up within you like a river that just gushes forth and affects your world and every person you come in contact with. He wants, he wants very much to so fill you with his spirit that when you're squeezed, when you're under pressure, When the heat gets termed up in your life, what comes out is not you, but Him. He wants you to receive power from Him. That's what He wants. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited. God has been doing some amazing things with Main Thing Radio. Opportunities to air Main Thing Radio are popping up all over the United States. We are so thankful to God for what He is doing, and we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's Word all over the world. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station comes at a cost. We purchase time on this radio station, and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open more doors for Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Now here's Tracy with some information about the Main Thing Radio podcast.
Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.